Welcome to Drunk On Comics Podcast 255. Lynn's here with Josh in Studio C. Hello. Hello. Uh, we got down and dirty with some comics this week. Josh actually reviewed his first comic on the podcast. I know. Well, oh my god. Not his first comic ever. His no. first review, I guess. Yeah, really. Yeah. Officially. Yes. It's a new book that I read the week it came out. Right. Which is very unlike me. It is. So we, we got Scarlet Spider number one from Senior Josh. Yes. And I reviewed No World number one. From Aspen Comics. Great little book. Yes, it sounded like it. We got into some news. Not a whole lot, but we covered the cancellation of one of our new favorite TV shows. Yep, and we talked about the comic book holiday that is coming up yes. shortly. And one of Superman's biggest opponents back yes. in the day. an obscure opponent that most people did not know. No, was an and the opponent. documentary that is coming out based yeah. on the subject. As well as a, a video game we are very looking forward to. We are very looking forward Woo! to. <laughs> <laughs> so sit back, relax, enjoy some adult beverages. Clearly we are. Yes. And check out Junk on Comics Podcast 255. Set your calendars to time. Yes, Mooty was where Zod showed up. Yeah. Son of Drown, kneel before Zod. But now every time I hear that line at the end of it, I'm always like, snoochy boochies, because of James <laughs> I live on straight back. <laughs> Damn you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> You're like, just kidding. I totally have your babies. <laughs> now the, um, and then, yeah, number three was, was Richard Pryor, yes. which I loved as a kid. If for no other reason than the the um, was that the one with the skiing? Was there skiing in that movie? I feel like there was. I feel like there was skiing. I feel like there was Lex Luthor in a turtleneck. It wasn't Lex Luthor though. It was like this other dude. I don't remember if who it was, but I don't think he was it wasn't in the comics. Lex it was another rich asshole trying to I take over the world. I swear to God, it world. looked just like Gene Hackman in it a wig. It was. It was not Gene Hackman. It was I. That's you would know. Lex you would know the guy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you would know the guy if you saw him. He's been he was in a ton of movies right. back then. Um, I remember he was also the bad guy in basketball. Oh. <laughs> He's winning. Where he played life. another rich <laughs> asshole. He was typecast. Yeah. But I, I love that movie. I love Superman three when I was a kid just because of the um just out of nowhere there was Superman the video game in it. Like where Superman's like he, it's right towards the end when he's flying, trying to get to their fortress yeah. where these guys were, and um, uh, they show him on the monitors. They show like this eight bit Superman going up and down like it's a platform game. But it's the game, yeah, it's, but it but it's act. them firing weapons at him. Like okay. that's how the computer, played. right? Because technology it, was terrible back yeah, then. It made it look like it was a video game, and it was right. just like. But as a kid, I was like, oh, that's so awesome. I want to play that. Did, did they come out with a video game after that? I'm sure that? they did. Oh, I'm you sure don't know. Did. I don't know. My mom probably didn't buy it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Isn't it funny how we're yeah. our childhood's informed by what our parents decide? Yeah. <laughs> it never existed because I, I never. I be surprised. Owned it. There were so it would have been in, or it would have been original Nintendo. I think. Yeah. Um, maybe like, Super Nintendo. When did when did Richard Pryor die? Oh, that was later. Was much later, wasn't it? I feel like that was at least the nineties. Was it? You can tell when you get old, because yeah. you're like. I don't remember when people die anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's really just not that memorable. After anymore. a couple of years, you're like, what year was it? Yeah. I don't remember anymore. How old was I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on in my life? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. It's not funny. It's sad. It's sad. It's very sad. But anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Drunk on Comics. What's up? Josh and Lynn's here. Yes, Tony, uh, we were going to record today with Tony, but he woke up feeling like a pile of dildos. As he put it. (laughs) I was like, how does a pile of dildos feel? And Lindsay says... (laughs) I don't think that sounds too terrible. (laughs) And then I asked him if they were used. He never answered, he just laughed. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, <laughs> yeah. He was like, I think he was hungover, and he had a heart, a really bad case of allergies. Yeah, I to don't. Boot. I can't. I can't say for sure that he was hungover, but he mm. said, along with him being his usual self, which so, makes me think yeah. that he was probably hungover. Yeah. But he was not in good shape today. So you're stuck with me and Josh over in Studio C. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The B team. <laughs> In the C studio. Yes. <laughs> this is what you get. Um, but that's okay, because we have lots of fun stuff to talk about today. Yes, we do. Um, Josh actually read a comic book this week. I did. For the podcast that he's involved in that's based on comic now, books. <laughs> I do want to point out, I do read comics oh, often. This older. is just, yeah, they're yes. always older comics. I yes. like I like to binge on comic stories. Yes. Instead of reading a whole bunch of number ones, like... Some people I know. I read more than just number one. That's true. It's just that it's easier to review number ones because once you, unless you're reviewing the beginning of a new arc, it's hard. It's hard. Like you, I mean, obviously they can go back and read a comic book from the beginning, Mm -hmm. but if so, like this week or last week, I picked up curse words number four. Say yes. I didn't review one through three, then I feel like I'm obliged to review one through three and also four, uh, so that everybody gets what's going on. Unless it's the beginning of a new arc, because then people can jump on. Right. But I feel I would feel bad forcing them to like. If it's really good, then you should. Curse words is really good. You should, I'm not reviewing it this week, but you should go buy it. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So anyway, off the shelf this week. Off the shelf is of course brought to you by Motor City Comic Con, which happens in just a couple weeks. Woo! Uh, it's the 18th, 19th, and 20th. 19th, 20th, 21st. That sounds right. Yeah, right around the, that weekend. Yes. Uh, in, in Novi, the suburban showplace. Beautiful Spancy. Novi, Michigan. Of course, Drunk on Comics will be there along with many other fabulous guests. Tony. Lesser guests than us, obviously. <laughs> so Josh won't even be there, That's so true. don't get your panties <laughs> in a bunch, ladies, if you were hoping for the sultry sounds of Joshua at the Motor City Comic Con. Yes. It's not going to happen. Yes. He's, uh, he's being left home. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't have to overshadow me. Um, <laughs> 
It's always a competition for which one of us is prettier. <laughs> but Tony and I will be there, and maybe Derek. Maybe. New Derek. I don't, yes. I don't think we have to call him New Derek anymore. He's just Derek. I think the uh, baby is New Derek. Yeah. He's younger. <laughs> the baby's younger, Neil. Younger <laughs> Neil. That's awesome. And possibly even maybe a special appearance by the lost McKay brother, Matt. Oh. I know. So make sure you guys get your tickets and show up because there is other awesome people besides us that are going to be there. And Tony and I are going to sit down and do a little short podcast here in the near future about what we're looking forward to. So anyway... That was the beginning of Off the Shelf. That took, <laughs> <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> that took a long. Okay. So, for this week, I read the number one of Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider. Okay. Um, so, if you are not aware, shame on you, but Scarlet Spider was a great alternative take on Spider-Man back in the 90s. Well, he was... Clone, Clone of, of Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. I don't know if I got to that point when okay. I was like... I remember reading this when I was a kid. I don't think I got to the point of like figuring like, out okay. who he was. Yep. I kind of figured that out while reading this. Um, but, yeah, so... It, and it's... it's If you see the costume, it's pretty iconic. Like, people have loved this costume for years. Oh, it's super easy to cosplay. It, to- it totally <laughs> is. It's a red spandex suit. Right. And like a torn up blue shirt with a spider on it. I feel like, is it a hoodie It is actually a hoodie. It's like a sleeveless yeah. s- a sweatshirt hoodie. Yeah, it is a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Um, w- which is the best part of it. Like that kind of Spider Gwen took from, right. took from that too. The spider web sling. You know, and hoodie. if you're, a, yeah. if you're a, a cosplayer of the larger variety, mm-hmm. such as myself, and you want to hide all your little rolly bits, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one to cosplay because that sweatshirt covers all kinds of things. It still doesn't work for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Girls can pull off the spandex still. Guys cannot. Oh, <laughs> uh, there are some guys that can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you That's won't try fair. it on to, so for me to judge, so I can't make an, <laughs> That's an assumption That's on whether you can pull it off or not. So I will start off by saying this. Uh, one disappointment I had, because I was so excited about picking this up just because of that costume. I loved that costume as a kid. And it's literally like in one, maybe two pages. Okay. In this. So this is mostly, is this mostly Ben out of costume then? No, he has a brand new costume, which he stole from a cosplayer. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, actually. He was like, I think he even said he was doing the kid a favor because now it's going to be an iconic look. Oh, right. Yeah. Except now he doesn't have it to dress Yeah. (laughs) Now he has to make it all over again. So he, it is an updated costume throughout okay. most of this. Whenever he is in costume, um, it still has a hood, but it's pretty different. There's no hoodie. You know? Oh, it looks! It actually it looks like a complete, total dude version of the Spider Gwen. Yeah, yeah. Outfit with yeah. the hood attached to it. Yeah. So that's disappointing. Ben. I was really hoping they were going to keep that suit because it, it still holds up. It's still cool. I think it looks good. It kind of makes him look like the, and maybe this is why they're not doing it, he kind of looks like the poor man's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, it's interesting what's going on in the story. Um, like, I I don't remember if this is what Ben Riley was like when I was a kid, but he's basically Deadpool if he was Spider-Man, where he's got a lot of... A big sense of humor, but it's very sarcastic, and it's um, and he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. 
to people. Like, right off the bat, he, he saves a woman that's getting mugged. And then she's like, what can I do to repay you? And he's like, you can give me a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, I only have 50 on me. I can get the rest to you when I get a job. He's like, that works. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You better not. <laughs> you better not think about not paying me. Wow. So yeah, yeah I don't think he, I don't remember him being like that in the older series. He's he's obviously gone through some stuff. Yet another Deadpool thing is he's badly scarred. Oh okay. You know, underneath his um his his suit his suit yeah. Uh, it was also really this really funny moment in here where he um he's going through this casino. And somebody's yelling at this old lady, June, June. And he's like, hmm, it's not May, but it'll work. And he starts calling her Aunt June, this little old lady yeah. like that is addicted to gambling and she won't talk to him or anything. He just starts talking to her like he's she's his Aunt June. Mm. So that was kind of funny. You know, it's a lot of humor to it. Yeah. Um, and Would you oh, keep reading it? I don't know if I would, though. No? Honestly. I, it wasn't spectacular? It was not spectacular. Do you think that... I would him, rather read Deadpool. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Do you think... Okay, first of all, tell me who the giant team that worked on oh, this yes, comic. Oh, yes, Because it was a team effort. Yes, it was. <laughs> There's the writer, Peter David, the penciler, Mark Bagley, the inker, uh, John Dell, the color artist, Jason Keith, and the letterer, VCs, Joe Caramanga. VC is a is a company that often Marvel, I think, and DC use for their lettering. Ah, so okay, but yeah. So yeah. his first name isn't VCs. No. Okay. No. <laughs> um. So do you think that they wrote it this way? All right. I guess here's the question: Do you mm-hmm. think that this that Marvel asked that they write him this way? To play off of the popularity of Deadpool, or do you think the writer was like, I think this be- this character would benefit from more spice in his life? I don't know. I would imagine if you're going to give him his own comic book, the writer might think that. Yeah. I think it comes across like he's just doing Deadpool, though. Mm. You know? So, it's it's not bad. Does he mention it's, Deadpool in the no. comic at all? Like it's his hero or anything? No, it would okay. be nice. Oh, another another interesting thing. He sees people. He's he he like, like has dead halluc- people. No, oh like oh he, he's crazy. He kind of is. He oh. he kind of hallucinates too. Okay. So you know like the, like as I'm reading this, I'm like, and I just got off of a run of reading Deadpool. Um, I kept thinking like, oh my god, this is totally racking up that. The writer was just going for Deadpool. Right. But, again, it's not bad. If you're into Scarlet Spider, I definitely suggest checking out, see where he's at, sort of. Yeah. Where the character's at. But it's not a great book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's not a great book. Well, okay, book. so here's here's the thing that I think I want to... Because we, we, normally, we normally don't like to review books that we don't like. Yeah. Because we like to put out positivity in the world. Um, so I will suggest that to gain more insight into this character, before you read this book, you read yeah. the Dead No More, the Clone Conspiracy miniseries. Maybe I needed to read that. Because that, I think that, because he, Ben Riley had been gone for a while, and yeah. when they did this miniseries, they mm. kind of brought him back, you know, into the 
Spider-Man that makes sense. There was, there's a lot going on in his life that they don't really go into right. in this. They just kind of allude so to. So maybe not a maybe not a great first issue. Yeah. Like perhaps they should have given more insight into what happened to him before this. They could have. It's yeah. like they expected you to have read this other yeah. series before. Yeah. Again, Which, like Marvel yeah. does that a lot. Actually, they don't. Mm-hmm. They. Because they do so many number ones, yes, they're not always true number ones, so it makes it hard because if you pick up a number one and you have no idea what's going on, you're moved not to read anything else after that. Yes. Right? If they would have just kept the numbering system and said, hey, this is, you know, number six of of Ben Riley, mm. uh, then you would know that you needed to read more in front of that. But. And they do not a horrible job of kind of giving you a rundown oh, right at the previously. beginning. Previously. Yeah. yeah. What's going on. You know how Marvel does it. With right. Their first page. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was, it, the humor is good. Right. Um, well, I know he does, like, he, he does get disfigured. Yeah. His disfiguration occurs in the clone conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm assuming other stuff happened there, too, to maybe turn him into the person that he is so yeah. we should go back and reread that and then yes. and re and then reassess and again though the the and june yeah. part it totally is, totally had me cracking yeah. up it was funny yeah yeah just maybe not what you were expecting out of the character no no i think i think the costume change left me jaded oh <laughs> yeah. costumes can be important when they switch spider-man the the black suit yeah. even though now it's super iconic yeah it, everybody like lost their shit for a minute like yeah. what are you doing right yeah, oh my god that was another cool one. they came out with a bunch of great suits back then yeah yeah well they 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 and they still do they change the suits all the time that mm. was one of my favorite things about um the Spider-Verse miniseries that yeah. they did, mm-hmm. is you, not only did you get to see, like, um, alternate, ver- well, you, I mean, you got to see all these alternate versions of Spider-Man, not even just the ones that you're used to, but, like, all these, like, the horror story one, where he was an actual, like, spider, and yeah. he ate people, mm-hmm. like, that, those kind of stories, so they always do a great job, but when you change the... Do you think there was an alternate universe where he was a spider and got bit by a radioactive human? Yes. I do think <laughs> there is that thing that exists. And I feel like they mentioned that in the Spider-Verse. Was it? I feel like I remember seeing that. That would be somewhere. awesome. <laughs> because Well, and then you have like Spider-Pig. Like he was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a pig bitten by a radioactive spider, I'm guessing. I don't remember. I, really... I can't remember exactly if he was... Bitten a spider, bitten by a radioactive pig, or <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Charlotte's Web went yeah. way off the rails. Yes, with that in yes. that universe. <laughs> All right. So that's cool. Yeah. So that's my book. Well, well done. Thank Your you. First review. Yes. Yes. We'll have to get you a, some more new comics in the future if you're a good boy. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this week I'm reviewing No World Number One from Aspen Comics. So No World, Aspen Comics, right? Mm-hmm. It's its own publishing company. Um, I they publish all kinds. They have Soulfire is one of their big ones. They've built this whole world up, and just recently they um, went through an event where they're kind of like tearing the universe apart and putting it back together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it was called Revelations. Tony talked about it a little bit, actually, in a couple podcasts ago. I have not read any Aspen prior to this. Okay. They put out great comics, and the art is always beautiful, and it is in this book as well. Um, but it's just never... Because it is a small publisher, pre me being able to buy comics on the internet it was just not a comic that you could find. Like right. you couldn't go it wasn't to your, accessible. Yeah, you couldn't go to your local comic book store and get an Aspen comic unless you add them order it for you. And if you right. didn't know about it, you weren't gonna have them order it for you. So right. I've never read an Aspen comic before this. And what moved me to read this comic book is they're introducing a transgendered character in this comic book. Okay. Like a true transgendered character yeah like it you can tell by look like they're not trying to hide it they're not mm-hmm. drawing like this really slim big boobed beautiful woman and saying this she used to be a dude like it's obvious like yeah. that's that's what's going on and that's what made me interested in this and it's not even an essential part to the story but i thought the fact that they were even doing it was awesome yeah so i kind of wanted to like read it from the beginning to find out what was going to happen <clears throat> So, No World has a couple different characters from some other Aspen properties. It's got um, a character from Soulfire. There was a comic that was called Executive Assistant Iris. So, it's got Iris from Executive Assistants are assassins in the Aspen universe. And then another character called Delic, who I think he... I don't know if he was an assassin or exactly what he was definitely of that type of person. So so Aspen actually does have a whole universe yes. to them. It's not like Image Comics where... Right. They're, it's they, more like Valiant. Okay. Where they're building their own universe. And they have okay. been for a while. It is quite an old uh, publishing house. Yeah. Okay. Um, but because of this, the the revelation and the, the world building and the tearing apart and stuff that they were doing... Mm-hmm. They're bringing characters from different comic books together um, in this comic book, and I don't know if they're doing it in other comic books, but um, that maybe wouldn't necessarily occur in the same world. Okay. Um, So this comic book starts with this woman in a mall sitting on a bench, and this really creepy old dude kind of sitting next to her because she looks like she's about to breastfeed her baby and he's kind of giving her, like, the side eye. Okay. Like, yeah. oh, he's gross. Like, <laughs> that's your very first page is, like, oh. What's funny is you started laughing as you were saying it. So <laughs> oh, it's gross. Yeah. Um, but then his phone goes off and then they show a wide shot of the mall and you see just a bunch of people, like, little, you know, little people because they're doing a wide shot and, like, the sound effects of their phones going off. Yeah. And you, they show you what his phone says, and it says, happy hunting. And then it says three, two, and then it cuts to, like, a news program. Okay. And they're reporting on the Red Tag Massacre, where hundreds of people at this mall were killed. Okay. So it's literally these people's phones went off. They're hunting people. Like, yeah. they killed all of these people in the mall. Okay. Hundreds of people. Yeah. Killing hundreds of other people. Yeah. In the mall. Just it sounds like The Purge. Maybe. You never saw that movie. I saw the first one. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Kind of. But more like 
not government sanctioned. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody was expecting this to happen. Right, yeah. Um, which just blows my mind. <laughs> it just makes me not want to go to the mall anymore. I right. hate it as it is. Um, and then it after it cuts from the news program, it just cuts to this girl standing in uh, like a diner in the middle of nowhere watching the news, talking okay. about how crazy everything that was going on. And then Iris shows up. And when she shows up, even if you haven't read this comic before and you don't know who she is, she rolls up on a motorcycle and she you're like, she's something. You know, yeah. she's just not a random character showing up to make small talk or further the story. She's right. important to the story, and she probably has skills in assassinry. Yeah, <laughs> you can just tell. You can just tell by looking at her. She's got yeah. the, like, she's got the black hair, the yeah. black lipstick, the black leather motorcycle she is, jacket. She is wearing the assassin. The assassin attire. Uniform. Although yeah. it is giving her a little bit of camel toe in this picture. Oh. Iris. um she goes in to talk to the waitress and um whose name is maya mia or maya it's m-i-y-a so however you want to pronounce that i'm gonna say maya um she turns up the volume on the tv or she turns it off can't tell. She's flicking a dial, and then they don't show you what she does, so I don't know if she's turning it up or off. Okay. But they, her, Iris, who you don't know her name yet, and the waitress, Maya, start talking about it, and Iris says, that's not even the whole story, and proceeds to tell her how, what happened, to, because in the news report they said, hunt, there was a hundred people who participated in this massacre, and nobody can find any of them. Hmm. You would think that if a hundred people just killed hundreds of other people, you would be able to find at least one of them, right? right? Yeah. No, none of them. They just mm. disappeared. And Iris tells her what happens because oh, okay. she was there. Right. At the end of it, like yeah. she showed up to do a job that she was hired for, and she got to witness what happened at the end of it. I'm not going to give it away. Okay. Right, because right. I shouldn't tell them everything. Right. But. <clears throat> Yeah, so they disappear, and she, then she proceeds to tell this waitress, diner worker, that she needs to come with her, mm-hmm. and the girl's like, I, you're crazy. <laughs> I have no, why would I come with you? Stranger, and with camel toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting on the back of your motorcycle. Um, but then these creepy bald guys show up. And, you know, you can tell they're bad news because they're all wearing black suits with black ties. And I feel like that's the villain outfit. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know. The Matrix guys. Yes, exactly. That's the exactly. Agents yes. in the Matrix. Kind of what they look like without the sunglasses. Do they all wear sunglasses? Oh. In the Matrix, yeah. Yeah. Not wearing sunglasses. If you put uh. sunglasses on them, that's exactly what they would look like. Okay. Um, And they start shooting up the place and Iris saves... The girl, Maya, and the dude that's working there with her, and Maya's like, oh, I've had enough of this shit, and she sprouts wings. Okay. As one does. Because <laughs> she's from Soulfire, and they're okay. fairy people. Okay. So, that's when you find out that's who she is. Because she kind of, I mean, I guess if you read the comic, maybe you would recognize her. I think she looks a little bit different when she's not in that form, but not a whole lot. Okay. I, of course, didn't know who she was, so when she sprouted wings, I was like, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) So this happened. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then at the end of it, uh, Dalek shows up mm-hmm. with a machine gun. And that's kind of where it ends. Like, did I miss the party sort of thing. So you can tell that these three are going to be working together. Um, there's a really great page in here, and I showed you this one earlier, of Iris slicing the heads off the people that are attacking them. Yes. And it's yeah. such a great graphic one-page shot because it's yeah. just her up in the air and, like, mm-hmm. the stereotypical action pose, you know, with right. the one knee up and the one knee back sort of thing. Yeah, but with the blade slicing yeah, through. Yeah, but in front of her is the silhouettes, not no detail, just the black mm-hmm. silhouettes of the men, and then all their heads coming off, and yep. bright red blood splatters everywhere. Yep. And it was just an amazing and I like, page. I like the one little word bubble there that's just gurgle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. One saying gurgle, one saying, ay! Ay! Yeah. Um, when a head comes off, the sound effect that sh- they use is shrip. Shrip? Shrip. <laughs> it probably doesn't sound yes. like that. Shrip. Yeah. <laughs> shrip. They use a lot of actually, um. What was the machine gun one? Uh, buta 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 buta. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a butter commercial. Buta 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 buta. But they use, a lot of comics don't, don't get this much into like the, the, sound effect words. Yeah. And they do a great job in this of that because sometimes when they use them in the effect they did where they give them different graphics, it gets really annoying because it takes away from the action that's going on, especially if they're completely stylized differently than what's going on on the page. But it kind of works in this comic book. Um, So... I mean, what happened to the people in the mall? Who hired? Who? What's going? Are they mind controlled? Did they all sign up for this? Is it a government experiment? Maybe they. Maybe they were all, uh, um, like being blackmailed. Possibly, like in Black Mirror. Yeah. Like in that episode that broke my brain. Yep. Yes. Maybe. Maybe it's just a weird Black Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very interested to see what happens, and especially because. Um, the last page is the preview for number two, featuring my all new, the all new favorite character, and this is going to be our transgendered character showing oh, up in the okay. next one. Okay. And she looks like she's going to be a badass. Yeah. And I'm super excited about it. She's got quite the physique. She is muscly. Yeah. And if I recall correctly, and I could be recalling incorrectly because I did not fact check this before I am just about to say it. Mm-hmm. But I want to say when I read that they were introducing this character, because it's kind of a big deal, right? There's not... A transgender character? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are in some independent comics. You don't hear about them in any of the bigger publishers. And Aspen, while still being independent, is a bigger publisher. Yeah. Marvel definitely doesn't have one. DC doesn't. Image... Was it? You could go with any character in Saga, and they actually do have a transgendered character in Saga. Do they? I haven't. Yeah. I'm not current on Saga. The um, uh, wasn't didn't a few a few months ago probably by now. Um, Gem and the Holograms or the Misfits didn't mm-hmm. wasn't one of their characters transgender. I don't I recall like the, the bassist or the drummer. No, I don't recall that being a thing. The artist that started with the artist I knew was, yeah. but I thought there was a thing with the maybe that was maybe I'm thinking of she was overweight and that was a well there deal. was that whole yeah and maybe were, I'm getting that confused with the artist too yeah okay. 
Maybe. I they're I, you know, they cover all kinds of awesome topics in yeah. holograms. Yeah. And I could just be forgetting it, but I don't think that they've covered that subject yet. Okay. Okay. It's a it's a big possibility in that comic book. Yeah, because yeah. there's so much in the forefront. Um, but I think I feel like I remember reading that this character used to be a football player. I could totally see that. And it's, she's got the physique of a football player. Yeah. The other thing that I loved about this comic or the launch of this comic because this is number one, it just came out this week. This weekend in California was RuPaul's Drag Con. And Aspen oh was God. Aspen was there to premiere this comic. Really? Okay. At RuPaul's DragCon, which I That's think is cool. awesome. Yeah. You gotta, you know, everybody needs comics. Everybody. Yes. And you, it's an all inclusive, and in a time where we're complaining about there not being enough diversity in comic books mm-hmm. in terms of just gender and race, to yeah. actually take it one step further. Yep is, I think, awesome on their part. So I can't wait to read this character. And I hope they do a really good job writing her. I'm sure they will. I'm going yeah. gonna, gonna to flip some tables. <laughs> 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 if they do a terrible job writing this character. But uh, I, it, I can't imagine that they would. They have to be prepared to like do the best job that they can on yeah. writing this character for yeah. it to be you know, accepted and, and not also be, uh, stereotypical, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know, I don't get why the big companies don't do it. I mean, they try everything else to get people to like their stuff. It's like, why not at least try some characters, Right. you know, try doing some characters. I mean, they they could, they could be doing that in the near future. I mean, they're, I feel like they're just now in Marvel more than DC is uh, like really delving into making characters gay. Yeah. Which, whether you like it or not, if you have that big of a of a pool of characters, right? There are going to be a percentage of them that are gay. Yeah. It's completely unlikely that yeah. every single superhero is straight. Is straight in the Marvel universe. Right. And. Whether you agree with them changing characters from straight to gay, like they did with Iceman or not, mm. it's just the way it is. The way it's going to be from now on. Yeah. And it's awesome. And you yeah. deal with it. It's, it's not like they haven't retconned everything else. It, well, know, yeah, exactly. Sooner or later. Exactly. Know. But in a society, in a group of nerds where people lose their shit over costume changes. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I would not have cared if he had decided to become, you know, Scarlet Spider Girl or something like that. You know, right. Spider Woman. You know, that would have been fine as long as he, as kept, long as he kept the costume. <laughs> I see. I see where your priorities yeah. lie. Yeah. All right. So that was off the shelf. Yay! Yay! Uh, now we got news. A little news. bit, not yes. a whole lot. We got a few things. Couple. Uh. First thing, free comic book day is coming up. Yes, um, May 6th. May 6th. Which, this week, this is the week of the nerds, can I just say? Because it, we got May the 4th. Yes. On Thursday. The 5th is the release of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Also Cinco de Mayo. Also Cinco de Mayo. 
Nerds love to drink. That's yes. true. And we love our tacos. <laughs> yes, we do. It's a completely culturally insensitive holiday, but <laughs> let's do it. All right. <laughs> and then, of course, Free Comic Book, free comic book Day on May 6th. Uh, I'm super excited about Free Comic Book Day, specifically because there's a comic that I want that is coming out, and it is the, the 2000 AD comic. It's got a new Judge Dredd story in it. Oh. Yes. So I'm very excited about that one. But I didn't know that they separated these into gold and silver comics. Did you figure out what the difference I is? I did. Okay. I did not figure out. I feel like to me, it looks like, and I was almost going to say, well, the gold ones are obviously from like the bigger publishers and the smaller ones are not, but that's not even true because... Marvel has um, Secret Empire number one coming out on Free Comic Book Day, but then they also have like a Guardians of the Galaxy comic book. And are those different? That's silver. Yeah, and the Secret Empire is gold. Hmm. So the only thing I can think of is full that, flavored and light. Yes, like maybe the Secret Empire and the gold ones are full stories. Okay. And the silver comics are short stories and probably have maybe a couple stories in them. Yeah. Although I still find it hard to believe that these gold ones are even full. Like, they're not going to be... Free comic books are usually, for free comic book, they are never they're promotions. full stories. Yeah. Um, but there are some good ones coming out. We, we got the Secret Empire number one, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of amazing because it is the number one of a new, new event. Yes. That they're coming out with on Free Comic Book Day. Also kind of smart since everyone's like, ugh. Didn't she just finish something? Yeah. All right. If it's free, I guess. I'll read it. And then maybe it'll be awesome and I'll have to keep buying it. Ugh. (laughs) The motto of the millennials. Ugh. Ugh. Um, The image has, so this must be, image has an I hate image, uh, comic book coming out and that's the title of it is i hate image which is a play on i hate fairyland oh right um comic book so that definitely isn't going to be a full story of any one comic unless they do a comic where it's got a bunch of characters together Mm -hmm. um but there's a rick and morty comic book coming out oh that'd be cool there's a uh zelda do you know do you know have they done rick and morty comics in the past okay they have they have yep oni press does them um, we also have a Doctor Who comic book coming out, which is another ongoing series in Titan Comics. There's always yeah. Doctor Who comic books coming out. Um, there's an Avatar, the blue Avatar, not the Airbender yeah. Avatar. Right. Um, comic book. <laughs> James Cameron Avatar. Yes. <laughs> the cat people. Right. Which makes sense because there's a new Avatar movie that's being in the made. works. Yeah. Yep. So it would make sense two, to... Two, I think. I think it's two Are they going to do two more? I think so. Um, it would make sense to garner interest in the movies. Yep. Again, because it has been such a long time since the last movie came out. Um, also, an Exo Man of War from Valiant and a Wonder Woman from DC. Although some of these, the silver ones, sound kind of a little bit more interesting, I think. Yeah. Than the gold ones. There's an Underdog comic coming out. Oh. I... Love Underdog. Yeah. I used to watch the shit out of that cartoon when I was little. 
It was like the only superhero cartoon that was like on TV when I was a kid, I think. You never watched like, Captain Caveman. Maybe that one too. Yeah, there was there wasn't many. There wasn't like superhero superheroes. No, you, know? you didn't watch like Super Friends or the old Spider Man or anything like that. I watched the old Spider Man, but that was I feel like that was later when I was like closer to middle school. Okay. And hmm, yeah. maybe unless you were, you're talking about the really old Spider-Man, there is a there is one from the early, from the eighties, the early eighties. Yeah, that was good too. Um, there's a Riverdale comic book coming out, although I think this is based on the CW show, which neither of us have watched yet. No, disappointingly, but I just remembered that that existed. I, yeah, I have not. That. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's not on my priority list okay. right now. Um, of course, 2080. So 2080 was the pulp comic in. Um, it was. It was almost like a magazine in England, where they would have like a couple pages devoted to different comics every week. Yeah. And that's where Judge Dredd appeared. You know, his first appearance was in 2080, and now they're coming out with a 2080 special with a new Judge Dredd story. Yeah. And. It's I, not just that, though. No, right? there's going to be other stuff in there, too. But I just, the the idea of old, punky-type comic magazines, I just love. Yeah. So that's also, I think 2080, if it wasn't 2080, it was something very similar where Tank Girl first mm-hmm. appeared. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Yeah, because those had really short storylines yep. early on. They still do. Yeah, they actually <laughs> do, yeah. They still they're do. very old school. Yeah, they're, there's... You don't have to read any of the original stuff to read any new stuff. No, no, no it's very episodic. Yeah, yep. Um, but we got an Attack on Titan comic coming out, which I love. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, um, all kinds of great stuff. So make sure you guys get out and check it out. I know our local go comic- early. Yes. Well, if your if your town's anything like our town, the great and beautiful city of Grand Rapids, Michigan, the best city in the world. Yes. Um, you have plenty of comic book stories to choose from, and they're all doing something. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely going to have to get there early to get the good ones. Absolutely. But So there's that. Mm-hmm. Free comic book day. Don't forget. May 6th. It's our little reminder to you. Set your calendar. Set your calendars. Set your calendars <laughs> to time. <laughs> Okay, so um, another thing that's going on is Marvel vs. Capcom. Yes. There's a new video game rebooting the old Marvel vs. Capcom. That game has always been an awesome one. Yeah. I always played the Phoenix. Yes, yes. Yes. Of course you did. Of course I did. (laughs) Of course you did. I, um... I, I seem to remember playing it as a kid, I think, either on, like, a friend's Sega Genesis or in an arcade. Yeah. I don't remember where I was, but I loved it. I always loved it. I think I played Beast a lot. Yeah. I liked Beast. Yeah. He was He's... blue. <laughs> I feel like that's why a lot of kids decide Beast yeah. is their favorite when they're young. Yeah. And then they get older and they're like, oh, but he's actually really smart, too. Yeah. Um... I, I don't know. I don't play a lot of fighting games. Mm-hmm. 
But I, this is one I've always played, just because it is so fun. And I don't even know who half the Capcom characters are. Yeah, I don't know any of their That's names. That's not why I play it. Yeah. Which, when you watch the trailer, because there is a trailer out for this, um, you can kind of tell... That's probably how most people feel, because they play a very small role, actually, in the trailer. Like, you see a few Capcom characters, but it's really all about the Marvel characters. Ultron's going to be in there. Okay. Um, I thought it was kind of funny that they... they, One of the first fights, I think, it was featuring um, Hulk versus Thor... Mm. Which is very appropriate considering Thor Ragnarok is coming out. I was really hoping they were going to throw in, uh, I know him from work! (laughs) (laughs) But they didn't. No. No. (laughs) But it looks really good. It looks really... So, um, the game has always been one of those side-scrolling games, front view. Yeah. Did it look like in this that it's a more... Like it's three dimensional. Well, but know. is it can is it like can, does the camera span around you? It didn't look like it. It's it looked still like face it's, fronting. It looks like from what I saw, it's still pretty much like the side scrolling okay. feel to it's it. Just the characters are more three D now. It yeah, it really looks exactly like um, the Injustice games, oh, DC's Injustice okay. games, which have been really successful. So I'm kind of thinking Marvel's trying right. to. Tap into that market now, yeah. Um, and and it really has that feel to it. But they did a great job, right? With it. Like the graphics look great. Were the X Men in it? The X Men, as far as I have seen, were not in it. They weren't in the trailer. They weren't Which in is the fucked trailer up because they are most of the characters that have always. I know <laughs> Marvel versus people love Capcom them, games. but they're but Marvel is trying to downplay them ever since since they don't have the movie rights. Yes to those and characters. no, because we thought they were going to do that. Yeah, and. I think they tried to do that. Yeah. They tried to bolster the Inhumans a little bit and yep. downplay the X-Men, and they realized that that did not work. Right, yeah. And that's why now they're refocusing the X-Men, kind of, to come back and be... In their comics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, obviously I, the movies, they don't have the movie rights. They don't have the movie rights. I kind of wonder, though, if they're just not going to be in the video game, either. That would suck. It, it Guys, would. Guys... Marvel and Capcom. Don't be stupid. All I saw in there were Avengers. Mm. Even Ultron was in it. I feel like Ultron was in the last one, too. Because the last Marvel vs. Capcom game that came out wasn't super long ago. A couple years ago, maybe? I remember Deadpool being in it. Yeah. You've been off the video game beat for a while. I guess so. Yeah. I have a child who's male. Yeah, that's true. Not that that matters, but... He likes video no, games. No, I mean lot. you played the old yeah, one. Yes, <laughs> fair. Girls also play video games a yes. lot. Um, I'm sexist. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it looks really cool. So yeah, I can't wait. That comes fun. out in August, September. I totally failed to look at the no, date. No, you're terrible. I am. Um, sad news. Considering we just started watching this show. Yes. The show Powerless. You know. Mm-hmm. From DC, and it's been on NBC. Uh, hasn't necessarily been canceled. Well, they haven't announced that it's been canceled yet. Right. But they're not going to be playing the last two episodes of the series on NBC. Yeah. Which it means it's canceled. Pretty much. On NBC. Whether yeah. it'll get... I mean, I hate it when they do... Just... Just finish playing the stupid show. Yeah. Are you seriously. serious? <laughs> For 
first of all. I, well, we don't know. Maybe there's like a nipple slip in one of the episodes or something. Like, like, unless, it's not unless, live. Unless, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a live show. Maybe, maybe one of the characters got racist or something. <laughs> like, it's not a live show, And they though. were just like, you know what? No, I don't like where you're going with this. No. So I, 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 it's really weird that they would just pull those yeah. episodes without without right. airing them and just let the season finish. So I'm hoping maybe they'll finish it up on Hulu. Yeah. It, and I, I don't know. We like it. Yeah. It, it's I think it's funny. It's great I, for a sitcom. I could see I could see where so it's not if you guys don't know what Powerless is about, it's literally like there's no characters that you know in the show. Yeah. So they talk about maybe they talk about Batman a lot because Alan Tudyk plays Batman's cousin. Yes, they work for Wayne Corp. Yeah, but the head of their division, the head of the the location that they're at, Van. Yeah, Van Wayne. Van Wayne yeah. is is Bruce Wayne's cousin. Yes. So he's always trying to impress his much richer and, and more successful. And you would know Alan Tudyk from Firefly. Yes, and General Awesomeness. Yes. Um, and it, and so it's. They, the people, it's based around, like, they do R&D, and they put out products to protect everyday people against... Superheroes and supervillains, like, the fights and yeah. stuff like that. that so, like, happened. one of their big things was anti-Joker toxin stuff. What was it? It was like, uh, it was like, um... Like an it was almost like Yeah, it was like, almost like an yeah. EpiPen, where if well, you got yeah. hit, because he has that gas that makes you laugh until you right. die right yep. so you inject yourself with this and then yeah. it cures you i really that was one of the things i loved about this show is is all these little inventions that they would come yeah. up with like the um the umbrella that would work for like falling rubble and right. stuff like that but it wouldn't work for rain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it'd save your life from falling rubble somehow magically really <laughs> like it doesn't make sense that it would work Right. But it, it um but it wouldn't work for rain and then there were several others yeah. throughout the show. And it's just talking. it's I mean it doesn't focus on there are there are superheroes that show up in the show. But they're always like the ones that would never get their own movie. Right. Which and, is really and cool. may not even have been heroes before the show. I don't it can't they're such a, they're so small name characters one, that I'm not yeah. sure if they're characters that have already had their origin in the comic books mm-hmm. or if they were made specifically for the show. My guess is they probably came from the comic books. Yeah. Or lesser known. Yeah. But uh, Vanessa Hudgens, her character, mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens of High School Musical. Yes. Right? Um, her character, I could see maybe people being off put from the show because her character is extremely annoying. Like, extremely annoying. Like, the way Steve Carell is super annoying in The Office, that's the way she is, but, like, opposite spectrum. Yeah, she's, she's very like over-eager and yeah, bubbly, bubbly. Almost to the point where it's really annoying. But, if you stick with the show long enough, you realize how annoyed everybody else is by this as well. Yeah, it's the ongoing joke. Yeah. I, I love Daniel Pudi, too. I'm pretty sure that's his name. I really hope I didn't mess that up. But he was from Community. Okay. The um and he played Abed on Community and he was great in this. Too. Right. Definitely not Abed. No. You know, he is so iconic 
doing that character, but right. um, it's got Ron Funches in it. It's got Ron Funches, yes. who's hilarious, super funny. The whole show, it's it's a funny show. Yeah. So NBC, stop canceling good shit. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just this seems to. I I don't know. I swear to God, unless the show is ran by Lorne Michaels, NBC just <laughs> cancels it now without even a full season. Right. Yeah. And I, I just, I think it's funny, people's biggest complaint about D, the DC movies yeah. is there's not enough humor in them. Yeah. So DC kind of makes a conscious effort to put something out there that is purely comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's like nobody wants to watch it. Right. So does that that's, mean... That's always been my issue with Arrow, too. Yeah, it was yeah. super serious. It's too serious. That's why I like The Flash better than, right. than Arrow, is The Flash at least has more... Well, The Flash has always been funny. Yeah, it's yeah. it's there's a lot more comedy to it. and Yeah, so this one was really good. Yeah. A lot of humor to it. I know. We're all sad here. It but is. as we've learned as nerds, everything we love eventually gets canceled. Yeah. Just like they did with Constantine. Mm-hmm. Just like they did with Firefly. They get us addicted, and they rip the needle right out of our arm. Jerks. I just hope Alan Tudyk's okay. I'm sure he's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, if you see Alan Tudyk at a con, just give him a big hug. Yeah. Maybe tell him to stop killing shows. (laughs) Because he wasn't Firefly, too. Oh. oh. He's so good at it, I know. I know. I know. Sorry, Alan. (laughs) It's not your fault. Definitely give him a surprise hug. You are a leaf on the wind. (laughs) You are. You are a leaf on the wind. That is television. (laughs) Cable television. Anyway, um, the only other thing I wanted to talk about, mostly because I'm curious about this, is the Superman vs. KKK movie. That's yes. happening? I believe it's a, of the documentary type. Oh, see, that's what I was curious about. Now yes. we can move on. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Superman versus the KKK is going to be a documentary um, that is based on a book, I believe, um, but definitely based on the true story of how... Superman beat up the KKK. Uh, yes, well, <laughs> so... <clears throat> In the late 40s, after we were done with Nazis, after the Nazi trend had passed. <laughs> you mean after World War yes. II was over? After after Superman <laughs> didn't need to beat up Nazis anymore, right. basically. Yep. The, he had... So now we have comics and movies. Back then, which we're surprised that this is a thing, I guess. Back then they did comics and radio shows. So yeah. this trend yeah. of having both medias is not a new thing. Um, so in the radio show, The Adventures of Superman, they were done, everyone was tired of dealing with Nazis, right? You, we beat them, you didn't want to hear about Superman beating them It wasn't them relevant. Because it was like, why? That we beat them up already, they're done. Yeah. We're, they're over. So they came up with a new villain for, a new group of people for Superman to fight against called the Clan of the Fiery Cross. Okay. They did not call them the KKK. Right. In the radio show. But it was totally obvious. But it was totally the KKK because they're the clan of the fiery cross. Those, right. They're the clan. Right. And the fiery cross, which is a very much a symbol of the, the KKK. KKK. Yeah. Um. So 
So this was an ongoing thing that he would fight this group? Yeah. Yeah, until, yeah. I mean, you know, you always do it for a certain amount of time until people are like, I'm over this, and then you move on to yeah. a new villain. I don't know what he moved on to after that. And the radio show might have stopped. I mean, radio wasn't an infinite property, right? We They didn't do this show. It's not still ongoing. So Unfortunately, Maybe no. he did fight them up until the very end. But So this movie, it's not just about Superman versus the KKK. It also goes into um, a reporter who is also trying to like get into the KKK to like find out what they were doing. Because they... KKK had disappeared for a while during World War II. Okay. And then after World War II... You're talking about in real life, yeah. not in this yeah. story. Okay. They kind of... There was like a resurgence. And they started yes. becoming active again. Yep. So yep. he was trying to get in and like infiltrate them and figure out what they were doing. But it also sounds like the people who ran the Superman, Superman versus... Or the Adventures of Superman. Superman Adventures... The radio, the radio show. show. Yeah. They also had a source um, who was embedded in with the KKK. Okay, so that's how they were getting their research Yes. Done. So yeah. it was actually a lot of the stuff that they were writing into the radio show mm-hmm. was like stuff that the clan was actually doing. Really? That maybe people who, who wouldn't live near right. a clan... Um, would know, yeah. you know. The clan was really good at PR, actually, back yeah. then. Like, they really knew how to, like, they, they built up newsletter, um, you know, networks and stuff like that. Like, they really, it wasn't until people started seeing that the clan in action when TV really became much more po- popular that it started dying off. Right. So it was, it's... That's interesting. It would be really cool to see that documentary. Right. See how Superman might have actually been fighting the KKK. Yeah. Well, and I hope that it definitely focuses on the guy that, like, their source. Yeah. His name was Stetson Kennedy. Which is like. Stetson? Yes, Stetson Kennedy. Hmm, And he, he he changed his name when he infiltrated to, like, a super clanny name. Like, it would, it would be a name, it's not, I read it in a different article than the yeah. one uh, that I'm sourcing right now, but it was one of those names where, like, if you heard somebody tell you that was your na- their name, you'd be like, oh, they're a white supremacist. <laughs> 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 like, one of those kind of names. You're like, oh, you Bubba just... Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it'll be, I, I love documentaries about the history of comic books. It, they're j- just so interesting to think about how comics were made back then and the people that wrote them and how much harder it was back then because of the restrictions on what you could say in comic books and stuff like that. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. That looks interesting. I'm definitely going to have to... You know how much I love documentaries. You do. You do love your documentaries. Yes. So, I think that's all we had for news. Yeah. That's that's about it. Low... Low Newsweek. There is one interesting thing that I read that I kind of wanted to bring up. And there was an article where... So, Stanley is in all the Marvel movies. And there's kind of been this theory floating around that he's Uatu, the Watcher. Right? 
And that's why uh, he's in all of the. I don't think I've heard this. Theory. No, that's interesting. That's why yeah. he's in all of the com or all of the Marvel movies because he's the Watcher. That's interesting. Apparently, an executive yeah. at Marvel has kind of confirmed that that's maybe what they were going for. And in the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, yeah. his in Stanley's appearance, he actually references one of his other characters in the movie. Really? Like, he says something about the time that he was a, uh, like, a FedEx delivery man, like, in the One Avengers movie, where he shows up at the house to deliver the package. Yep. So, it sounds like maybe they are actually going to head in that direction and make him the Watcher, which is amazing if they actually do. Like, it's just, what? Like, seriously, Marvel? This is why you're kicking DC's ass. Yeah. Like, it's just shit like this. I really don't think they came up with that. I don't care, even. Like, if they were even like, we read this theory on the internet, but you know what? It's fucking awesome, and we're going to do it. Like, more power to them. Yeah. You know? They're taking the, like... The best ideas. The best ideas of nerds like us Mm -hmm. and saying, you know what? That makes total sense. We were just doing it because Stanley's awesome, but... I mean, obviously, he could be the watcher. Right. <laughs> He's in every movie. Yeah. Even the ones we don't own. Like, literally. He is about the right size yeah. to play the watcher, too. <laughs> the watcher's giant. Oh, is he? Yes. <laughs> and bald. It's been a while since I've read anything with yeah. him in it. They're tall. I don't know who you're thinking of, but they're giant I, I remember. I'm remembering it wrong. Their now. eyes? Remember yeah. the, the... That's right. Those eyes, eyes are huge. huge. That's yeah. right. They're, I forgot they're, about that. They're large beans. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, you know, the I was, size I was of... picturing them like those gray are you aliens. Thinking, oh, are you thinking of the, yeah. the from Guardians, not Guardians, the Green Lantern? Those, the, the from Oa? Kind of. That's yeah. that's the size I was thinking okay. of. Yeah. No, for, for them. bigger than that. Yeah. That's, so. that's, because that's, I haven't seen Stan Lee in person, but I imagine that's how tall he is now. <laughs> <laughs> He is quite old. <laughs> People do tend to shrink a little bit yeah. when they get older. Um, another quick reminder I just wanted to throw out there. Aspen. Not Aspen. I'm sorry. I'm on Aspen because I reviewed Aspen. Yes. <laughs> but that's not who I was going for. So next week, Alterna Comics. Another small indie publisher. Um, they are starting to release their newsprint comics. Which are comics that they're selling on the old style paper that comics used to be printed on. Yes. Remember the, yep. the newsprint, yep. essentially. That's exactly what it was. Um, those are coming out soon. Cool. And they're going to be cheaper. So I kind of want to, I want to hear from everybody what mm. they think about them. Because I don't know that I'm going to be able to view them in person here in my local area, I don't know of any comic book stores that carry Alterna Comics. So, if y'all out there in, in the rest of the world are getting your hands on any of these comics, let us know what you think. Is it worth it? What's the picture quality on yeah. them? Does Send it make, us pictures. Does it make the colors look crazy? How does mm-hmm. it feel? Does it smell awesome? Because I bet you they smell awesome. Send us smells. Yes. Put the smell in an envelope and send it to Trunk Eye Comics, care of Lynn's at... I'm not giving you my address. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew Tony's address off the top of my head. Just broadcast yes. that to everybody. <laughs> so seriously, though, if you anybody out there picks up a, a newsprint comic from Alterna, 
We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. If you're listening to this, I fucking hope that you're following us on at least one of those platforms. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. If you're not, you should. And let us know what you think, please. Because if they're awesome, I want some, and I'm going to order some from my comic store. Cool. That's it. Cool. Yeah. We got a B&B. A B&B? A booze and a book? Yeah. I do a booze and a book this week. So, I read this book from Black Mask Studios. No. <laughs> you? Black Mask? And I didn't review it, so it was good. Okay. But it wasn't the best Black Mask book I've read. Now, that I have very high bar for their comics. Yes. It was still very good. Okay. Um... This book has more sex in it than I've ever read in a comic. Really? That wasn't a porn comic. Okay. Because I've read those. And there's lots of sex in those. Well, yeah. This is not a porn comic. But there was lots of sex. There's like more two... Than, more than sex criminals? There's two There's two pages of like an orgy. Okay. Like, and the orgy is not like... not three, but you know. It's... <laughs> there's like, well, but it's like <clears throat> each page, each of one of these two pages has... 16, no, 20 little boxes. Okay. Panels, right? Oh, panels. Yeah. That's what you meant. But they're not, they don't necessarily look like, it almost looks like you're looking at a bunch of TVs. So they don't look like traditional panels. It's literally like they took a square and they divided it into 20. And in each box, which would be panels, each box is, sex is going on in it. So you're looking at all these different, and it's not like veiled. Yeah. Like, there's people going down on each other. Wow. There's all kinds of crazy things going on Oh, there. yeah. <clears throat> and the book is not going to be about that. Like, this is not even... It's important to the start of the story because you're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And it kind of puts you in the same place as the character who's also like, what the fuck's going on? Okay. Until then she has sex with somebody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't going, what the fuck's going on no. at that point? Well, no. She was enjoying herself. Okay. Um... But I don't want people to think that this is what this book is going to be. It's not a sex book. It's just that's what happened in the first book. Yeah. So check it out. That's cool. Even if you just like sex, you want some sex in your comics, you want it to get a little sexy. Yeah. Steamy. Right. In your comic. Check it out. But it basically, it follows the socialite who goes to this party. This weird stuff happens. After that, she starts seeing ghosts. Oh yes, that happens to me sometimes. And it's, it 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 plays the it the reads a little. It reads the same way. You would see like a horror movie start. Okay. You know what I mean? Where something crazy happens and then weird stuff starts happening, like hmm. the way a very traditional Hollywood horror movie starts with an orgy. I've. <laughs> There yes. has to be one. Yes, they actually in the in the um, solicit for this book they they call it an eyes wide shut style party. Yeah, which is a rich orgy. Yes, that's exactly what it, she's a socialite. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, I'm pairing this book. It's beautifully drawn, by the way. The the person who draws this book if you're getting that much sex you'd want it to be well it, the, the, the thing is is while it is graphic and while there is a lot of it it's not it's drawn in a way that's not so finely detailed where you're like i think i can see her insides <laughs> you know 
you know. They're, they're not doing x-ray vision? No. <laughs> so, and it's drawn by a woman, Maria Lovett. Okay. So, she definitely had, with it being taking place in the socialite world, she definitely has some sort of fashion background or fashion knowledge because the clothes and stuff that she draws on everybody, just on point. Oh, I love that. That's one thing I always love about Brian Lee O'Malley. Yeah. Is he, he is on point with yeah. his fashion and this, this is And this is written by um, Patrick Kindlin. So Patrick and Maria created this comic book together, put it out through Black Mass Studios. Um, I'm pairing this with tequila. Just tequila. Like a tequila <laughs> shot. Like probably 20 tequila shots, actually. You know, the yeah. kind where you lick the salt. And do the shot. Like a shot for every shot of sex. That would be 40. (laughs) (laughs) And you would be dead. And you would. But more so because I was reading this book and I was like, what would I have to do to like get into a place in my head where I would be like, this is awesome. Oh yeah, tequila. Lots of tequila. Eyes wide shut orgy would be awesome. Where I would be like, this is what seems completely normal to me. Take a lot of tequila for that. A lot. It would normal. take some. It would take te- tequila's okay. the only alcohol I could think of that would get me to that point in the evening. Yeah. Where I would be like, this is all right. This what's, is what's happening. What's funny too is knowing you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you were in this situation where you're at this eyes wide shut orgy and you're drinking enough tequila, literally the moment after you're like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, tequila is the only thing that it's ever made me throw up in my own hand. So <laughs> that's fair. So it would be a very brief moment. It would be a brief window of, it of would joy. Be. Yes, and and yes, that is true. So there you go, booze in a book. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> did I say the name of the book? There's nothing there. Oh, I don't think yeah. you did say that. There's nothing there. Is the name of the book? Okay. Paired with tequila. Yes. <laughs> if you want to have an orgy tonight, that's what you do. <laughs> yes. Well, awesome. Anything else you can I, think of? I got... I, I don't have Best on Tap this week. Nothing Nothing okay. really moved me. Okay. So, I, uh, we haven't done this in, in previous podcasts, but prior, we used to do Last Call, which is calling out comic books that we've picked up that we didn't choose to review this week. Usually, it's me that reads the comic book, so I don't do my own last calls. But <clears throat> you only read one, but I'm going to throw out the names of all the comic books that I picked up this week, because these okay. are the comic books that I constantly read, and I think people need to be picking up. And this is two weeks' worth of comics, so I don't think that... I don't care what you think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I grabbed Curse Words number four, which this... Comic is awesome. Yeah. Um, Descender. Okay. They're on number twenty-one, and this is written by Jeff Lemire, so of course I'm reading it. <laughs> that was the one about the robot kid. Yes, right? and it's yeah. it's still I just every time I read one of these books, it blows my mind how awesome the art is. is the art. I've had too much wine. Mm, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> enough. <laughs> the Black Monday Murders number five finally came out. Okay. It's been a couple months since number four came out, so I definitely had to go back and reread all the other ones before reading this one because it's still a very intricate and involved story, but also very good. Gem and the Misfits. Not Gem and the Misfits. Gem and the Holograms. Yes. The Misfits. So this is the Misfits storyline. Yes. 
Uh, number four came out this week. I'm not going to say anything more about that. Okay. Everybody knows my feelings on those series. Right. <laughs> I hate Fairyland. You really number love 12. that book, too. I do, and I'm ex- this one is is exciting because this is the start of the storyline where she's trying to be good. Mm, yes. So, definitely a good place to start if you haven't read it yet. And mm-hmm. then X-Men Blue number two. Of course, to get my gene fix for the week. So, right. that's my last call. Nice. We got any words of wisdom for us today? Um. A wise one. Keeper of the quotes. <laughs> Don't drink too much tequila. <laughs> or you might find yourself in an orgy. Yes. That's the more you know from Drunk on Comics. Yes. <laughs> Stay thirsty for more life advice next week. <laughs> dildos.